Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. When you have interest across the league, and especially from a coach like Bill Belichick, who you know has a lot of respect for you, you think you were ever close to maybe coming to New England? Very, 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 very. You know, I don't think I joked with him on the phone, but I was like, you know, if this was three years ago, um, it would have been ideal, you know, because Tom is one of the, you know, he's one of my favorite. Uh, I know I posted a video a long time of just the passion and the fire that Tom has, and then there's a bunch of clips cutting to me doing, you know, similar things, and, you know, mine gets misconstrued for something else, and his is something else, and it's just like, bro, I actually love football that much. And for a guy, coach like Bill Belichick, who I've admired for years and I've seen and just always was like, man, one day I'm going to play for Bill Belichick. For him to call me, to be able to just sit down on the uh, phone with him and, and talk football, I mean, it's like, what more could you ask for? So I was very close. That was one of the teams that was in there, but I just, I felt like this was home. The second hour of KJ Late Night. Oh, turn that up. That's that good, good Van Hill, right? Oh, gosh, yeah, that's OBJ talking about, look, he he wanted to be a Patriot, and I think we're going to see OBJ have his coming out party at the Super Bowl this Sunday. I think with so many eyes going to be on Cooper Cup and what he does, it's going to leave free reign for OBJ to finally be free. Like, this is where, you know, these stories are made, the redemption story of... You know, from him kicking the net and the net kicking him back to like, you're going to Disney World. If they still do that, I'm not sure. But OBJ could be primed for an incredible Super Bowl. And then after that, I don't think he comes to the Patriots. (laughs) You can still come play for Bill. Trust me. I mean, look, we saw what you did. Nah, I think he's going to stay out there. But this is the week that starts the NFL coverage. The coverage will be here. The game will be here on WEEI as well. Lou and Christian will be out there broadcasting from a broadcast row. But the elephant in the room for the NFL, leading up to probably Thursday, Friday, is going to be the addressing of the coaching situation in the NFL. And so, Mark Lovey Smith just got hired in Houston, which I think is a very interesting turn of events. Because even going into last year before David Culley was hired, and I'll be the first one to tell you as a black guy, I was like, David Cully, of all the candidates? Like, okay, this that felt like a stopgap, and he was gone. And could you say it was because of his performance or because of his roster? But they interviewed Josh McCown last year. And I think they figured, hey, look, if we know that the Deshaun Watson situation, this is all hyperbole. Deshaun Watson's not going to be here. You know, the DeAndre Hopkins thing has left a lot of has left a bad taste in people's mouth. The Bill O'Brien thing was was very uncomfortable. We have to reset the culture here. Let's hire a black head coach for the interim. Because I think that was going to be Josh McCown's job to have. I really believe it. And then with Brian Flores, pretty much floored the entire media world, sports world, NFL conversations in C-suites across America and job places about this story. <laughs> Lovey sitting in his office is drinking a cup of coffee, looking over some plates. Uh, Lovey, uh, come to the office. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Mr. McNair? Great news. You're our new head coach. I, I am? It, it may just feel a little that way. And sometimes, you, you know, you, you ever hear the term people say, did a team... 
you know, make their way to the playoffs? Or did they back their way in? And some would say, well, they're still in the playoffs. Kind of a similar scenario. But here are the new coaches so far. Uh, Matt Epperfluss to uh, the Bears. Nathan uh, Nathaniel Hackett to the Broncos. Mike McDaniel to the Dolphins, where literally a conversation about, okay, he has a black father and a white mother. What does that make him? I'm thinking it makes him Mike McDaniel? And when you start getting into semantics in that, you're now you're really going down a rabbit hole of race in America. The Giants, Brian Dayball, or he could be he could be uh, person number one in the affidavit. Uh, Doug Peterson to the Jaguars, and and people are not upset with that one. And if you remember the story, Byron Leftwich took his name out of the running, and they hired Doug Peterson. And you've even heard a lot of analysts say they could they they understand the Peterson hire. Dennis Allen to the Saints. Oh, is the garbage stench still off of him when he was at the Jaguars? Wasn't he like 8-28 and 28 or something like that? Wasn't he the Saints interim coach, though, when Sean, uh, Sean Payton was done because of Bounty Gate? Yeah, he is, but at the same time, this is where people are wondering, like, okay, what's going on with the Eric Bieniemy story, right? And like, they're, they're, like they're, I would be surprised if, like, one of these journalistic, you know, Friday night shows, I don't know if 2020 still comes on, you know. I just, it wouldn't be the next 48, you know. There's been a murder in the NFL. Uh, Then you've got uh, Lovey Smith, who I just mentioned, who got the knock on his door while he was drinking his coffee, and Kevin O'Connell to the Vikings. Let's go to Chris in the car. Thank you so much for calling WEEI Late Night. How are you, man? I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm I'm, I'm so around the bend on the Flores thing, it's not even funny because at the end of the day, it's like, come on, fellas. I mean, I mean, really, it's you can't. There aren't. You're telling me that within the league, that's majority African American. Uh, you don't have candidates over the past twenty years that emerge as head coaches, other than Mike Tomlin and Tony Dungy. Seriously, right? yeah, oh, I Tony mean, Dungy. But I mean, well, that's I, just nuts because we're like ready. Here's the qualification. The qualification is, can you coach? And I can tell you that, you know, black coach, white coach, doesn't matter. It really doesn't so, Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Can't yeah. talk like that on the radio, Chris. <laughs> well, it means you're comfortable in the conversation, and I would always want hey, that. Hey, he was fired up. He's fired up. But, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? It's because if they get the opportunity, because when people say Mike Tomlin, but Mike Tomlin walked into a very well structured organization with a history that's rich. And there's just absolutely no question that Mike Tomlin deserved to be the head coach of the Steelers and still deserves to be. But when you look at some of these other jobs that are being put in front of these other candidates, it's almost kind of like like you're being hired to fail. And I can't say, well, well, you're just going to be the Patriots coach because we feel like this is what they need to do. No one's saying that. It's just a situation where, like, David Culley's a great example. Like, okay, if you're the Texans and you already hired a minority coach and you knew the team was going to be horrible, it wasn't the coach's fault. It wasn't like the coach had lost the team. In fact, they put points on the board. They they scared the Patriots one game. You know, so and and then know that you were potentially going to go another route under the guise of well, we kind of checked our box off. It's almost kind of like being caught in it's like caught in a pickle some of these franchises are and how they've had to scurry suddenly. But yeah, Chris who just called look there are just some organizations that do not believe that a black male can be the face of their product because that's who the head coach is. I mean, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is everything in, in Kansas City, but it's Andy Reid's team. You know, or, or yeah, Lamar Jackson is everything in Baltimore, but it's still John Harbaugh's team. And then they say, well, well, what about them in GM positions? But again, this has to deal with if 70% of the players are the face of the players. This isn't even so much about becoming the general manager who, let's just put it honestly, when they walk out on the field on Sunday, someone may go up to them and say, excuse me, um, where's the where's the restroom? <laughs> Not knowing that it's the GM, but it's about being the face 
of a franchise, the face of a team. Uh, I think I think I think back to what happened to the in the SEC with college football in the late sixties, early early late sixties, and you'll know the name when I say it. But it's the Sam Bam Bam Cunningham rule, where when Sam Cunningham played at USC as a college player, ran over everybody, even to his pros. Alabama was still a segregated football team. The SEC was still segregated. You could not. This is why you have so many great black players through the history of annals that have played at HBCUs because they couldn't play at Alabama. They could play at Georgia. Could play at Vanderbilt. They could play at these schools. So Sam Cunningham runs over Bear Bryant, and Bear Bryant says, well, you know what? I think it's a good time for integration. Not because you could have, but because in order for your survival, you had to. And sometimes that's worse. And I believe that maybe some of these owners fear that if you have a black head coach who now has power for players to say, I want to go play for you despite whatever my other situation is, then that gives one team or a handful of teams the power and players will just say, I want to go play for him. And that even takes control out of the other owners' hands because they're all owners in it together. It's just the way it is. I don't think it's really that much different in the business world. You're just, I mean, it's getting a little better. But, I mean, if you talk about what goes on in, you know, Silicon Valley. Oh, there's not a lot of guys who look like me who are the face of, you know, multiple international, multi-platform digital aspects. That, that's not happening. And do you think we're kind of seeing this with Coach Prime? Well, as an HBCU alum, I, and I've always believed this, and this is what I've always known, is that, being a first or second round pick in the NFL, okay, it's a little bit better for your pockets, and you're going to be talked about all the time. It's very much like the five-star thing in high school football. But the NFL is with a lot of third-rounders running around with, with beautiful careers. And when you go to these schools, okay, yeah, you like a college classmate of mine was a first-round pick for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers as an offensive lineman from a personal standpoint. I think all that money as a first-rounder just was, like, overwhelming. That could happen. But if you're a third-rounder, you've got to earn that second contract. Nothing is given. Nothing is given at all. So you you can get more value as an NFL team. Uh, Tariq Cohen is a guy who graduated from high school, third-rounder. So you can get more value out of a guy who does everything he can to make sure he makes the roster, does everything that he makes sure that he stays healthy and in the game, does everything to contribute to what the team needs them to do. That's the type of player I think any coach would want. I don't care what school you've come from or didn't come from. And so with Coach Prime going down to Jackson State, if you remember I talked to Matthew Slater uh, a few weeks ago and talked about his father, Jackie Slater, who is like the elder statesman of the NFL. He's a graduate from Jackson State. His college teammate was Walter Payton. How's Walter Payton not like at Alabama? I just told you about the SEC rule. Some of the biggest foundations and founders and, and elder statesmen of the NFL are HBCU grads. And like life, things do work in circles. Look, here's Brian Flores. Uh, I'm sorry, here's Boomer Esiason talking about Brian, Brian Flores' approach to everything that's going on in the league. Brian Flores has got a big set of brass balls, if you ask me. I mean, because what he's doing here is he's basically taking taking himself and putting himself out there and illuminating things that he believes are wrong in the NFL. Now, there may be many people out there that disagree with it, but you don't walk in his shoes. You don't know what it's like to be a coach of a team who's had uh, back-to-back winning records, came back from a 1-7 and seven, uh, record this year, and then all of a sudden his entire reputation is being raked over the coals. So now you're Brian Flores, and you got Stephen Ross and Greer, their general manager, and the media down there, and they're all being salacious. And it doesn't matter if you're black or white. If you're going through that situation, you as a human being are going to be pissed. So it's like an extra burden, right? It's like when you go to the gym and you put no weight on the machine, it's already like 10 pounds. Well, imagine like you put weight on there and then they put like another 10 pound, another 10 pounds on there you didn't even see. That's what it can feel like. You know, I'm in the entertainment business as well. It's just that, you know, the difference between this and football is I don't break my leg or ankles or wrists. But trust me, 
I've been in some situations where I've just been told straight out, like, hey, look, you're great, but you cannot be the face of. And sometimes just with dignity, you just say, you know what, you pick it up and you move forward and you go to something else. And you find your way through it. I think Brian Flores will be a head coach in the NFL again. Just because the echo chamber is too loud. And it's going to get louder at the Super Bowl week when it kicks off tomorrow. It's going to be the question upon question upon question upon question. From so many people who don't ask any. The silly questions, they, they, they'll they seem even, even dumber. The serious journalists get to ask some serious questions. It's not going to be about CTE or concussions. It's going to be about like, so, uh, is it okay to... to Check off a box about interviewing a minority candidate three days after they allegedly had already given the job to someone else? That's blatant, if that's what's happened. And it's going to be fascinating to follow, along with the game. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Next, Deflategate News came out that signifies something I've been saying for so long that I learned in physics class in high school, but now it's time to trend. Maloney and Fourier, weekdays 2 to 6. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Well, KJ, don't look yet, but the Celtics have won their five last five games after they beat the Magic 116-83 last night. They'll make look to make it six in a row tomorrow as they travel to Brooklyn to take on the Nets who have you, lost their last you know eight. Be, you know what would be funny? If Kyrie Irving is talking to Brooklyn Nets management and asking, Hey, can you use that like first offense fine exception for me to play tomorrow night against my old team? I mean, we don't want to lose nine in a row. You need help. And Kyrie, by law right now, can't play unless they're willing to pay that fine. He doesn't have the stones to do that. Well, the well, the, the ownership might have to go find the stones and the rolling ones to do it. Because if you've lost eight in a row, you have no KD, James Harden's unhappy, and Kyrie is literally... Getting he's getting benefits <laughs> for working part time. That doesn't happen. Yes, I know it, it's a ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. But that game tips off at seven thirty. The NBA also announced today that Jason Tatum will replace the injured Kevin Durant, also on the Nets, as a starter in this year's All Star game. This is the second straight year that Tatum's replaced Durant. <laughs> See, all the things are coming into alignment. Brad, call up and get Demonis Sabonis. Do it now. The Bruins recalled Oscar Steen and Jeremy Swayman to the club today as they get set to return from All-Star break tomorrow as they play host of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Puck drop is set for 7 p.m. And today, all head coaching vacancies have been filled in the NFL. The Dolphins hired 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel. The Texans hired their defensive coordinator Lovey Smith. And the Saints also hired their in-house defensive coordinator in Dennis Allen. So that's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Getting you back to more EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. Well, what, what do you think for you, though? We keep the fumble, right? Beat the Patriots. So then what happens? So then what if happens? That, so if, then that what illegal, happens if that, unnecessary, time after that, if, if that then, unnecessary roughness isn't called and that fumble is <laughs> called, then I think that, you know, I'm probably the backup quarterback going into 2002. That's what I think probably happens. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that would have changed. Late night. W-E-E-I. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. The 30 for 30 special. The Tuck Rule. That's Tom Brady and Charles Woodson having a little game of pool, chatting with each other. What would have happened if the Tuck Rule wasn't something that Bill knew? And Tom saying, look, I would have been on the bench the next year. And I, I would think so, too. I would think so, too. You know, it's interesting in life. You just, you don't know what happens when you meet people. And uh, what's funny is, you know, Woodson and Brady are both Michigan guys. And so if there's one school that I've met more players from, it's been Michigan. And so I met Charles Woodson, what would be two years before that game in a very funny exchange. And to see them now where, Let's just face it, the Raiders, who historically have felt the NFL has screwed them in calls, in plays, in rulings, that here was just yet another one at their lap through the expense of the Raiders. Now, at that time, I thought it was a fumble. I just was. I thought it was. But when they said no, the arm was moving forward. I said, I told you that child was divine. Born in a sixth-round manger. Nobody wanted to pick up poor Tom from Bethlehem except for Bill. As they rode from Jerusalem to Bethlehem, the baby Tom Brady would come to be the savior of an entire sport. You do realize that sports talk radio pre-Tom Brady was really about a bunch of dudes playing Dungeons and Dragons with baseball in their their basements. That's all I talked about. Rotisserie leagues. Now, who uses the term rotisserie? Thank you, Tom Brady. That's the night that changed it all. It changed it all. And so many of us are so fortunate to have seen it all. So I understand some of the heartbreak, but, you know, the one thing I've always learned, I've always known, I learned a long time ago, is that, you know, good things come to an end. Usually bad things, like bad family situations, those things work in perpetual. They're just perpetual. Oh, gosh. Your dad was horrible. Your grandfather was horrible. <laughs> His mother was horrible. But good. And you, you hate to see good end, but when good ends, you, you walk away with a smile. Like, to understand, for, as a person who's lived around the country, to understand how much tightness people would get in their chests, just at the mention of Tom Brady, it was much more severe than what Larry Bird was getting when I was a kid in the 80s. Right? Because <laughs> with Larry Bird in the 80s, it was kind of like, well, you know, I mean, he's got teammates, you know, that look like the other guys on the Lakers and stuff like that. But with Tom, it was kind of like, okay, he's doing it to everybody. I mean, this guy was like an equal opportunity embarrasser. And it made so many people mad. And it kind of slowed down the narrative of the the new quarterback that was supposed to emerge on the NFL scene, the Randall Cunningham types. Remember, just two years before the NFC Championship game, which that was the year that the Vikings, the Randy Moss's rookie year, the Vikings were virtually unstoppable 
with the second coming of Randall Cunningham. Tom Brady comes along. It, it, I mean, he just eviscerates people. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Peyton Manning doesn't hold a candle to Tom. Peyton Manning's hype carries over from Tennessee. That carries over from his dad. Peyton was a hype machine already. Tom is just an absolute divine intervention from the Lord Almighty himself. Just pick three games where you can think of where you said, oh, my God, like God is literally a Patriots fan. Like there's no question about it because of the way these things turned. It's the absolute truth. But it's a big news hit today. Mike Florio on WEI earlier discussed some of the information regarding deflate gate that made you go, see, now that's that BS. What you have found says that it should not have been an issue in the first place. It was it was uh, a, a minor thing. And then the evidence, the general, you're suggesting that the general counsel essentially said, let's destroy all the evidence, correct? The, the evidence that was harvested during the 2015 season when they were doing the spot checks to see how football air pressure actually performed, because they'd never done this before. They had never tested to see whether or not there were deviations beyond the 12.5 to 13.5 pound acceptable pressure range, a number that's just always been there and nobody knows why it's been there. But, hey, you know, if somebody's beyond it and we decide we want to whack them, we're going to go whack them. Well, they checked and they realized that you take the footballs out of the locker room, you take them out to the field. On a hot day, the pressure's going up. On a cold day, the pressure's going down. And the numbers were sufficiently close on the cold end, on the cold days, to, to cause someone, specifically Jeff Pash, to say when the season ended, get rid of these numbers. And throughout the process, you know, somebody always leaks something when it relates to the NFL, and, and usually because the NFL wants to get it out, so they find a way to leak it. This was something the NFL did not want to get out. No one ever had access to these numbers. They managed to protect those numbers, and then when they got to the end of the season, the order was given to get rid of them forever, which justifiably leads to the conclusion that if we had seen those numbers, the, the light bulbs would have gone off coast to coast. That even though, even though, yeah, look, the Yastrzemski and McNally text messages were problematic, and they suggested that maybe something was going on. But that's one thing. It's not proof that it actually happened on the day that they claimed that it happened. And I don't think they ever had the proof that it happened that day. They always started at the end point and forced their way backward as clumsily as they had to to justify their conclusion that on that day they caught the Patriots in the act. And it's entirely possible that Brady, McNally, and Dostrevsky had something going on that happened from time to time. But on that day, they didn't catch him. And uh, they, they've, they've been trying to sell for seven years now that they did. Yeah, that's so hilarious. The rest of the country just thinks that greater Boston, and eh, let's just call it really Boston, it's just a bunch of bad accents and people who are willing to hide bodies under Dorchester police stations. Okay, that's a little too close to home. But come on. Air affects pressure inside of tires. It's the rubber. It affects it. Right? Think about it. When the snow hit last week, if you hadn't put air in your tires, trust me, those things were probably, you know, like, oh, gosh, the thing is almost flat. I I know I should have put air in it, but it's so cold. Air affects pressure inside rubberized PSI areas. Tires, football, basketball. I mean, like, think of your kid's soccer ball. Like, at the beginning of the summer, it just sits out there in the backyard. Kid never picks it up. By the fall, it starts to wither a little. You're like, what? Because air affects the balls. Now, here's the thing that I've been saying this whole time, and think about when you play dodgeball in school. If you inflate that dodgeball to be super, super hard, right? If you, if you things are going to bounce right off of you. Bing! You won't be able to catch it. Bing! You won't be able to catch it. Now, I'm talking about the person who has the dodgeball thrown at him. But if the ball's a little softer, wouldn't it be easier to catch? I forgot the linebacker's name, but there was a pass that Tom really, like, literally threw in his chest, and the guy dropped it. And that kind of started some of this deflate gate conversations. Like, wait a minute. If there's less pressure in the ball, you should be able to grab it with no problem. 
Now, I'm not going to go off on the people of Indianapolis the way that I kind of did with Buffalo, but I didn't go off on them. But that happens when you're in a place where you can't even decide if you're in the Central or the Eastern time zone. They're still fighting over that. Dude, you guys are closer to St. Louis. You're in the Central time zone. Make up your mind. That's why you're confused. But it goes back to that narrative of how Brady was always that much better than Peyton Manning. Head and shoulders, no pun intended, above. And then as Andrew Luck came along and they were like, well, certainly this guy's got to get more of them done. And it wasn't happening. I mean, Brady pretty much chased Andrew Luck out of the league. Can we remember the game was also 45-7? to I mean, like, what? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you guys couldn't pick off more passes? And LeGarrette Blunt had three rushing touchdowns? Yeah, because, again, again, this is, it's a fascinating, obviously, people in New England travel a lot. But when you live in other places, just to be able to hear the visceral hate, the visceral hate for the New England Patriots, they're cheaters. Oh, you know, he just got the greatest quarterback in the world. You're cheaters. Well, what about Spygate? That's the only camera that's in an NFL facility? Are you kidding? Well, they, uh, oh, look at, uh, look what they did with Cam Newton. Well, Cam, look what Cam Newton did to himself. <laughs> we all saw that train coming. Even as far as the courtroom sketch, do you remember that? The courtroom oh sketch of oh Tom my, Brady? Yeah. The hatred stemmed that far. Yeah, the they made him look like E.T. Chin. Yeah, and he just looking like a He looked like uh, an alien. alien. Yeah. It was horrible. Punch buggy. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah. So, and then I think what made it worse was that Brady won a title again last year. You know, I, I don't see the value in Brady. Psst. Are you kidding but the hatred for the Patriots has been so strong for two decades. Again, remember, as I said earlier, you know what sports talk radio was before Tom Brady showed up in the NFL? <laughs> uh, what do you think about Craig Biggio? Should I put him in, in, in my rotation? I'm thinking about taking him out and possibly putting uh, uh, Orlando Cepeda's younger brother. That's what sports talk was. But literally because of the hatred of the Patriots, it's the business we're in now. Oh, and then, oh, when he went down in that first Kansas City game in 08, and the broken leg, the broken ankle, you were like, wait a minute, like nobody cheers injuries, but yet there are people cheering injuries. The hatred. That's why I say this guy might be Jesus himself. I mean, think about it. They hated him. They made him walk his cross. Bill wouldn't give him his money. Bill is Pontius Pilate. Sorry. But seriously, though, what Tom Brady provided to the game of football cannot really be monetized. You cannot put an actual number on it. The number may not exist. I mean, think about going into this year. This was like the first year where Patriots fans were like, wow, it's a lot of 1 o'clock games. (laughs) Like, like the the Patriots still had some legit credibility for primetime games even when Cam Newton was the quarterback. They were still because the Patriots had done so much for the league for so long. So then, of course, last week happens, and people are wondering why Brady did it the way he did, and People have kind of settled down and, you know, even on the show, KJ and Dondero that Mark Dondero and I do here on Sundays, I think it's a fascinating show because Mark is absolutely, that is a fireball energy guy. It's like two shots of liquor at nine in the morning. But he believed that, you know, maybe age was seeping in with Tom. I didn't believe it. I thought Tom was ready to get to the, to the waffle machine and outdo Giselle and some of the home stuff and try and go for goat status in the house. It's going to be a tougher challenge. But this is Tom talking about age played no factor in him calling it quits. 
You don't suck. You <laughs> led the NFL in every statistical category that matters for a quarterback this year. There are a lot of other people in the, you know, some players who, who don't certainly have to be all in for them, you know, and I, I guess I've seen that quite a bit over the years, but I, Kind of, I've always felt for me that's how I had to do it, and you know my teammates know that I give them everything I can. My coaches know that, and it's certainly not that I can't do that, um, and it's certainly not that I can't play or continue to play. But I think there's an important choice for me to make, you know, and I think the choice is, you know, everything certainly comes at a cost, and the cost is what am I missing out on other aspects of my life and things that are as you get older, you experience things that are outside of the sport that demand attention and energy that football has always gotten. And, uh, you know, it's time for me to commit to those types of things. And, um, you know, a lot of things have come up over the years in the last 10 years of my life as I've got closer to this decision this last week. And it just, in the end, felt like it was just the right time to do it. And, you know, I, I, I think for anyone who loves the sport, um, like I have over the years, it'll always be, my heart and you know, as it should be because I've committed a lot of time and energy and hours to it but at the same time there's a time and place for everything and um, I've had an amazing time and place doing it and I'm just it, I am really excited for what's ahead and I don't know what that means or where it takes me but I know that it'll be fun and exciting I'm going to make the most of uh, you know whatever opportunities present themselves as I go forward you know what's next Blueberry Waffle Contest, who makes the better bacon, Gisela Tom. Tom, you can drop the kids off at school. Absolutely. Give the kids a little shine one day. Oh, my God, Mr. Brady, how are you? Your kid's great in school. Thank you so much. It is so good to see you here at the school. Can't get no autographs. <laughs> Justin, I don't know if you know this, but Tom Brady and I's birthday are separated by one day. Is it? Yeah, I'm August 1st. He's August 3rd. Tom and I are about the same age. And if you're into the, you know, the what is it called? Uh, astrology thing of, you know, what your sign is as a Leo. Um, he's ready to be very loyal for whatever is needed at home in return for their loyalty that he's been received, that he's received since he began a family, right? Because it's not uncommon football players, entertainers, what have you, is that because you love what you do so much that the people who try to love you don't stick around. So we're not talking Tom Brady, three-time divorced, or his second marriage situation. or you, you know. So he recognizes that he has been blessed to still be able to have his family intact. Now, when I tell you this stuff, folks, I'm not talking about because he makes all this money or anything like that. Ask your woman... What would they rather have, all your money or some of your time? They could say, well, you know what? There's plenty of places in Mormon can get money. But some of your time, if I like you enough, is very important to me. Very important. And for them to still be together and growing, that is that is amazing. A lot of players, when they finish, they've given so much that sometimes their kids have grown, and now they've, they, they've missed literally a whole show. And all of its seasons grow in front, and and there's no way you can go back and catch up. That's why when I hear sometimes when people say, "Well, well, he's always had kids," what do you mean go back and be, be with his kids? I'll be like, "Oh, that's be careful." <laughs> that's a person you might say they may not want to have kids because if you can keep a family together after dedicating your entire life, every day of the week except for maybe one day of the week. Did you not get to have your chance of your mind on football? And somehow it still was because you had to do it tomorrow, somehow, some way. Practice, study, weightlifting, nutrition, all this, all that stuff. And they're still there. Oh man, he's ready to give his entire family the world. And I cannot wait to see it all unfurl. But first he'll he'll do a little parade here. I'm sure. I'm I'm for sure. I mean, easily the greatest sports icon of Boston in Boston's history. For sure. I saw the love for Yaz, Bird, obviously. I was a little too young for Bobby Orr. But but Brady is something completely different. I mean, he made a sport that was doing very well into, like, the king. It's the, it's, it's the king. Bird came pretty close, but he had a nice foil in magic. 
But what Brady has done for the NFL, it's TV deals for reaching people who would not be into football. The running joke used to be, you know, hey, uh, what did you do on Sundays before uh, before Brady became the full-time quarterback in New England? It's like, you went to church. <laughs> After that, people stopped going. It's like, <laughs> game's on. So salute to Tom, Giselle, family. I look forward. I still think Giselle's going to win in the the waffles and pancakes competitions because you know she's she's just going to dominate. It's going to be like like a six foot kid going up against Shaq in the paint. But you know what? Tom's going to give a good effort, and he won't mind you know coming in second when it comes to that. It's KJ late night here on WEEI. We'll read some of your comments next on the text line. Plus, we'll wrap it up, getting ready for Super Bowl week here on WEEI. And there's only one thing. You can deflate these nuts! <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're right back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. I guess... I guess little fanboys in Boston were upset. Him mentioned the Patriots. Oh, get over it. Can we just come to terms with this? That Belichick and Brady really mattered to each other. And they, in the end, they liked working together. You don't go with anybody for 20 years. I mean, Shaq and Kobe at some point didn't like each other. So much so, they broke up a dynasty. Like, that's not getting along. You can go 20 years with somebody. I don't care if it's a marriage or a football coach. You get along fine. Yeah, let that rock, Justin. To me, like, that's the best song on the fourth Led Zeppelin album. Black Dog, great. Rock and Roll, great. Stairway to Heaven, a classic. But when the levee breaks, lets you know that a Magnus Opus is over. And look, I've always said with Belichick and Brady that you cannot have two kings in the castle. And when King Brady went to Overlord Kraft and said, look, it's either Jimmy G or me. And that was King Bill's guy. You know, you you run afoul of Bob, you run afoul of me. Jimmy G had to go. Belichick wasn't going to offer Brady to stay when his time came. Petty as it may seem, but it, you know, what I don't like about that is, you know, when you start making fun of, you know, like the whining, you say the whining New England play, you know, fan or whatever. That's the hatred that I talk about. You know, that you hate to see somebody win again and again and again and again. So any way you're going to say it. Now, last week, I did say people were in their feelings over a text message, in essence, 
more so than the whole parade and, and shebang that's going to happen for when Tom comes back for a weekend in New England, weekend in Boston. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they'll probably have deals like at restaurants, you know, $12 pies. <laughs> Just can't call it the Brady special. <laughs> It'll be a lawsuit by the TB12 people. But uh, seriously, though, that you in Cowherd's voice, you hear what was the natural hatred that existed across the country about about the about the Patriots. And so, you know, when you've got that going on and 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 so much not going on with your own franchise, you know, that's a that's a problem there. All right, let's go to the text line, some of the comments that have come in. Three seven ninety three seven. What you got, Justin? So we got this one from the seven seven four. Wouldn't surprise me if LeBron trades Anthony Davis for James Harden. No, there's no way. What else you got? Um, four one three. Who are you trading for Harrell? You mentioned the TPE, but whom else? Harrell has such a low number that, and it's one year deal. That literally you're matching number for number. So it's not like, hey, we're going to give you Harold and something else when Harold doesn't cost a lot. Now, if Harold was like a $15 million guy and you're trying to use a $9 million exception on him, then you probably have to put something else with him. But Montrez Harold, I mean, he could walk away next year from, from the Wizards. So, you know, I, don't, I think the Wizards are just willing. They, I think they're just about to clean so much salary there because of Bradley Beal. And then you know. this one from the 603, do you guys think the Celtics should be looking towards the draft and to find more pieces or more raw pieces to fit in with Tatum and Brown? Have you seen how bad college basketball is? There's great. N- there's nobody in that hemisphere. In fact, there's kind of this neat thing that I think John Calipari has figured out, and it could be very dangerous coming down the road, but the quality of basketball will be better. Uh, the guy's last name is Sharp, Shandon Sharp. He's the number one uh, prospect out of high school. He finished high school early, and he's at Kentucky now. And he's not going to play this year, but he's practicing with the team. So the idea is, okay, you can be here earlier, work out, take one or two classes a semester, you know. So by the time you hit the floor, you're one and done, you're now really like a two-year player than you are just a one-year player learning things on on, on the fly. Because that's what the NBA and, and college basketball has to come to grips with. That, you know, last year's player of the year, like, is, is Luke Garza even in the G League anymore? Like, that's where, that's where your college basketball player of the year is now from last year, in the G League. You also only get like a handful of players out of the college basketball draft. Uh, out of the NBA draft, rather, from college basketball. You don't really get a ton of guys. Well, now the way it's going is like, hey, these recruits are really waiting until March Madness to see what guys pop at some of these smaller schools, like John Morant's a great example. And then they can go back and look at the tape and see you know, what the pluses and minuses are on the guy. But they wait for some of these other teams to get into the league, you know, into the tournament and see what they could do. Uh I mean, I've always known that Steph Curry could shoot the lights out, but when he was at Davidson, you know, people not kicking down doors to get the Davidson games to see him. Well, he was like a two-star prospect or something, right? I know he wasn't a five-star prospect. Yeah, but his father was an NBA check collector. Right? Like That's true. Right, like even Kobe Bryant's father played in the NBA, right? That again, like I said, if if your if your father was in the NBA and was a role player, he knows what a star does, he knows what a coach does. Even though he's not the star, it's very hard for a star's kid to become a star. So Jelly Bean Bryant, role player, backup center, Daryl Dawkins and stuff during the 80s. And, you know, the guy wasn't eating up a bunch of minutes, but he but he sat there and watched it. saw what Dr. J did in Mo Cheeks and know what it's like to go up against a tough Celtics team and stuff like that. So when you have a kid, you could tell him these great stories and replay these moments to make something even greater than yourself. So there could be some nepotism in the NBA as well. Yeah, well, I, that's I guess a can of worms. But well, 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 yeah. Well, I think the other part, though, you know, because the big one is like LeBron wants to be in the league for until his, until his son gets into the league, and LeBron may be hanging on just a little. Like, why isn't he here yet? Because like, because he's not NBA ready yet, and I'm not going to put a bunch of money on the books. So they may not be on the same team unless LeBron loves his son so much that he will trade himself to the Sacramento Kings for one year. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, we brought him up for a G League team. LeBron, if you want to come join him, we'll gladly sign you. <laughs> so thank you so much, Justin, for your hard work today. Thank you so much for you listening. Whether it was for 16 minutes or for all two hours on late night, thank you so much. Uh, we got to talk Flores. We talked about the Celtics. Again, uh, like you say, I just think there are teams, you just have to look at teams who are going to look to dump salaries. You can't look at competing teams. That's why I think this whole Ben Simmons for James Harden trade makes absolutely no sense. So you mean to tell me you're going to trade the better player for a team ahead of you, for a player who hasn't played at all, and you're still trying to get it together? Works on 2K22, but not in real life 2022. Have a great night. Stay safe. Peace out, Boston, New England. Thanks for listening to WEEI Late Night. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.